is up everybody to the nations worldwide this is episode 83 of the travel couple podcast where we introduce you to a couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money living that travel lifestyle we're your hosts mike pletz and natalie tune in every wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world this is your one-stop podcast for travel relationship and business goals in this episode we're joined by billy and Brittany of our globetrotting they are a travel couple that have known each other since high school and spent four years living in germany where they caught the travel bug we talk with them today about their time in germany their unfortunate series of events in france and how they have gone about teaching themselves video and photography so without further ado here's our interview with billy and Brittany. Today we are joined by Billy and Brittany of Our Globetrotting. They're high school sweethearts that lived in Germany for four years and have now created a home base in California where they travel from. You can follow them online at OurGlobetrotting.com and at Instagram at OurGlobetrotting. Hello, Billy and Brittany, and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Thanks so much for joining me here. I just want to get started to get to know a little bit more about the two of you. Can you give our audience a little bit of a rundown about the two of you, how you met, and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've actually known each other since we're about 16, 17 years old. And um, we kind of just started dating. And then all of a sudden, we kind of graduated high school. And we used to travel California quite a bit. And um, I ended up uh, joining the Army. And I was quickly getting uh, sent off to Germany, and I really just asked my high school sweetheart <laughs> to marry me, and uh, she joined me. Uh, then we lived in Germany for about four years, and um, to be honest, that's kind of really where our travel bug like kicked into high gear. Um, in Germany, we were you know four hours from Paris. It was you know everything was right in the middle, and we saw as much as we could when we could, and it's kind of just carried over till you know where we're at now in Monterey, California, and. Uh, traveling all the time and, and managing our blog and our Instagram the best we can. Incredible. Now, uh, first off, Billy, thank you for your service. Are you still in the military while you're in California there? No, no. Actually, I did eight years and I uh, decided to get out after deploying to Iraq and they're trying to send me back. And I said, uh, I think that was it. So uh, we got out and went back to California. Awesome. So this this love of travel, did it kind of come from when you two moved to Germany or where's your kind of background the both of you uh, with your love of travel did did you experience travel early in your lives with your family or so for the both of you how did this love of travel come well for me I always traveled with my family we traveled the United States we tried to make it a goal to get to all the states we didn't quite get there but um that's definitely where my travel bug came from. And then when Billy and I met, we would just travel around California. Like we went to Yosemite or the coast and he didn't ever really left the state, but I mean, he was always up for exploring with me. So I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I, I think for me, it, really my travel bug kind of kicked in is when I actually met Brittany. Growing up, my parents, we never traveled or did anything really. So when I met Brittany at 16, she was, let's take a road trip. Let's go to the beach. Let's do this and that. And it just kind of carried on from there. <laughs> Incredible. Now, I'm going to ask you two a, a two-word question that I ask every couple that comes on the show. It's a two-word question that's very simple, but it has such a complex response for so many couples. And that is, why travel? Travel, Traveling kind of keeps us young 
if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always it's always amazing to go out and see new places, meet new people, experience completely new things. You know, I think we travel because we want to see the world. We want to understand different cultures and in a different way of life. Um, I feel like traveling, it really makes you forget about all the things that usually divide people. And, you know, instead you connect, you appreciate the differences and you celebrate it. Um, and it really gets you out of your comfort zone and you kind of just have to grow as a person that way. Yeah, definitely. I think it makes our relationship a lot stronger, experiencing new things together and just meeting new people and, um, mm-hmm. you know, new places. Amazing, amazing. I, I couldn't agree anymore. And let's talk about your travels now. Where were the two of you last? Where are you right now? And where are you traveling to next? Yeah, so last we just spent three weeks in the south of France. We went at the end of summer, and it was just amazing. We started in Marseille. We hit the French countryside. We got to see lavender and bloom and sunflowers, and that was just a complete bucket list moment for me. Um, and then we did a tour of the French Riviera. Like, we went to Monaco, Nice, Cannes, Saint-Tropez. And for me, I think that is going to be a trip that's going to be hard to top. Yeah, definitely. If you've never been to southern France, um, I, I think that has to be on everybody's bucket list. It was so unbelievable. Like, I had a pretty high expectations, so did Brittany. But when we got there, it just blew everything out of the water. It was like nothing we've ever experienced. The people were actually really friendly. We did have a few hiccups, but... We'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it was an amazing trip, and I really think everybody has to go to southern France at least once in their life. For sure. And now, right now, you're in California. Do you know where you're going to be traveling to next? Uh, yeah, we actually we just got back from Dallas, Texas. We're trying to establish maybe a new home base there. We're not sure. Um, but on our radar right now, we're leaning heavily towards Bali. Um, we, we, God, we, we love the idea of going down there. Um, everything looks so just, I don't know, picturesque and you're so close to the rest of the Asia's. And I, I think it would be an experience that if, if we can do it, it'd be completely new in every aspect. And that's what we're always kind of looking for something new, something we haven't done yet. Um, so I, I think Bali is definitely on our, our radar next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Now you two have, have traveled Europe quite extensively, uh, with your time in Germany and everything. And you just talked about France, about uh, traveling France. Can you guys or are you guys able to pick your favorite country within Europe that you've been to? Or maybe even particularly your favorite city, something that's really left an impression on you? (laughs) It's really hard, but I would say Venice. We We love Italy, but Venice, we just, when we think back to that, we just smile. We absolutely loved it. Um, you know, it was so nice not having any cars everywhere, just walking around the alleys, getting lost. People were so nice. The food was amazing. Um, when we were there, it was early May, so it was just perfect weather the whole time, too. So I can't really think of a place that tops it. No, yeah, Venice was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was just an amazing, <laughs> amazing experience. When we say getting lost, you can legit get lost for hours, but you never feel lost, and you always find your way back to where you need to go. Yeah, and you find the best places along the way. Yeah, we found some of the best, like mom and pop places, stopping in for ravioli or you know ice cream. It doesn't matter. It, it never let us down. I think it was probably one of our favorite trips, actually, especially as a couple. Amazing. Yeah, Venice sounds so beautiful. And just seeing the photos, yeah, it's definitely somewhere that's on our list of places to go. Now, I want to talk to you, too, about your experiences when traveling, because as we know, you know, there's these ups, there's these downs, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I want to get into all these with you, too, today, starting with what has been the most rewarding experience 
uh, travel experience of your lives together. Something that just like really took your breath away, made you fall in love with travel or fall in love with a destination or anything that you would want to talk about that was just rewarding. You know, I think it was when we first got to Germany and we first started traveling together. We were 18 years old and we would go to these castles that were just absolutely beautiful. Um, we tore around them, go eat at the restaurant, and it just blew our mind how beautiful the architecture was there and just the culture, too. It just really opened our eyes. And I think we always kind of think back to that moment, like, wow, there is a lot out here in this world that we haven't seen that we didn't even know existed. Yeah, Germany was um, it was a really special place, I think, really special place in our heart. Um, you know, we were 18, never lived with anybody before, never lived, you know, left our parents, never been out of the country. And uh, it was an all-new experience for two 18-year-old kids, really, uh, to learn to live together and explore. And when you go to Germany, it's just there's so much history, whether it be the wars, um, the people, or just the food. It, it was fantastic. And I think Germany really opened the door for our, uh, our little travel career, if you will. Have you two ever returned back to Germany since you've left? <laughs> Gosh, no, no. It's actually on our radar. That it's, it's always talked about, but we always feel like we want to do something new, something different, somewhere we haven't been. Um, but one day we are definitely going to go back. Uh, we lived in Mannheim, Germany, which is pretty close to Frankfurt near the main airport. And um, we definitely want to go back because there were just so many great little spots that we discovered living there that we want to go to the experience again. Now, digging a little deeper into Germany and putting you two a little bit on the spot once again, is there one place, one city, one thing that if somebody's going to Germany that they absolutely need to see, do, or uh, or get to when they're there? You might have two different answers here. Maybe, yeah. I, so I, I stand strong by this. I think everywhere we've been, Munich is definitely one of the top five cities I've ever experienced. And I'd go back there in a heartbeat. And it's not just because of, you know, um, Oktoberfest or whatever those cliche things are. It's really just you walk around the town and it is just unbelievable. The people you meet um, around every corner is something new, something different, something you've never experienced before. And Munich just had it all. I, that's why I really liked it. What was yours, you think? That's 100% mine, too. Okay. I wasn't sure you were going to say that, but... Munich was the best. People are just like so awesome and friendly and helpful. Um, there's beer gardens everywhere, which I think is like 18, 19 year olds. Yeah, we were totally definitely. into. Um, but it was just so nice having everybody sitting around friendly, one big table, just hanging out, um, getting to know each other. Uh, another city, though, might be Heidelberg. Heidelberg had a lot of cool history and then yeah. a really big castle there. Part of the U.S. the Hundred Year War. Um, all blown out, but it was really neat. They had a lot of restaurants, uh, a lot of castles that were blown out, made into restaurants. So if you're a foodie, it's definitely a nice hub. Absolutely. Now, I want to stick on Germany for you know one last question here, because living in Germany, you don't hear many uh, people going to, to live in Germany uh, from Canada, the United States. At least I don't. So what, what was your experience like there as expats? Did you two know the language before going there? Did you try to learn the language while you were there? Uh, and, and just in general, what was your, your experience there? Oh, man. So we actually tried to learn the language. Um, we went there, you know, totally prepared with um, all of our, you know, CDs that we'd been practicing. And then we go to places and they would just so nicely laugh a little <laughs> with yeah. us and totally appreciate that we tried. And then they would speak to us in perfect English. <laughs> yeah. So we found out over there in school that they're actually taught English right off the bat. So 
uh, us being young 18, 19 year olds, it was nice when we saw somebody younger because we knew for the most part they're going to know English. Uh, the only difficulty we ever had is maybe we found someone of a different generation or older generation. Uh, we knew we were going to be a little, uh, have a little issues speaking with them. Um, but for the most part, I swear those people are some of the nicest people I think we've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And when you really try just to say hello or whatever it may be, it, it goes a long way in their culture. And turning this into another direction and asking you about a totally different experience that you two have had on your travels. And that is an embarrassing and hilarious or an awkward experience that you two have had. Cause we, I know you, you've all had them, these, these situations that you're in. Uh, and maybe it's difficult during the time, but you can look back on and laugh. Do you have an experience like that you'd want to share with us? A couple, I think. Yeah, we, we have a few, but one I always think back to is, um, we had got a rental car from Germany and we were driving into France and it was probably two, three hour drive to, um, the Champagne region. And I remember I set the GPS, I had it ready. And then I thought, okay, we'll be there in about two and a half, three hours. And I fell asleep. And I wake up and then we have about four more hours to go. <laughs> so I'm like, what happened? We're in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's beautiful, but it's the middle of nowhere. And then I realized that the GPS was actually set to avoid highways. So we had to make our way back. But it was the best thing that happened to us because we ended up stopping in the tiniest, cutest little villages, like had amazing meals on the way. It was just absolutely beautiful. So... Yeah, I would say that was not my finest moment. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sweet, this is going to be you know, a two and a half, three hour trip. And like five hours later, I'm waking up, Brittany be like, hey, I think we're lost. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've done like that things before. Like I've, I've come up with trips just to head from, you know, Mannheim to, uh, to Paris, say, and without planning anything, probably one of the silliest things we've done. And we had a, a bright red Ford Mustang. And, you know, those over there were like Ferraris. You don't ever see them. And uh, we drove a red Mustang all night to Paris, a couple hours, I should say. And we didn't get a hotel and we actually got really tired. So we pulled off the side of the road to sleep and um, it was horrible sleep trying first off. And then all of a sudden we get woken up with a huge dump truck right at our front bumper, hits all of his lights and hits the horn and scares you know the crap out of us. <laughs> so then we have to leave and we end up staying like in a really scummy like trucker <laughs> motel thing. We're just desperate. <laughs> Yeah, well, what we learned from that was um, we don't just show up places without having anywhere booked because I think when we arrived to Paris, it was like Paris Fashion Week, so everything was booked out, so we couldn't find a room, so that's kind of how that ended up happening, but from then on, I started booking the hotels. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. Great stories for sure. And then turning this in one last direction, you know, travel is is beautiful. It's amazing. There's so many great memories that you make together. But then there's also those experiences that are not uh, not so great on your travels. Uh, and it's about like how you deal with them as a couple and, and get past them. But do you have any bad experience or maybe the worst experience on your travels that you would want to share with us? Just happened, literally, when we were in France, in southern France. Um, again, southern France is a great location and everybody should go there once in their life. But when you go there um, and you rent a car, know that you are a target. <laughs> um, so pretty much we rented a really nice BMW and not knowing that the license plates over there that end like a certain number, I think it was six zero means it's a rental car. Uh, we parked next to a really beautiful location, a beach and somebody ended up, uh, we had our, all of our luggage in the car too. We were trans, uh, changing hotels 
And someone saw us and they went up to the uh, passenger window, smashed out our passenger window and proceeded to take uh, my wife's purse, which was kind of hidden a little bit. But um, come to find out, our passports were in there. And if you've ever had your passports lost or stolen in Europe, it's very difficult because you have to drive to a consulate. <laughs> so we had to do the police report. And then the next Monday, because it happened on a Friday, we had to drive to the consulate about two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And when we arrived, the consulate wasn't there. So we had to go home or go back to our hotel and then drive back the next day to finally get our passports. And uh, in doing so, it, it took a lot of time, but I actually ended up kind of damaging the next rental car. <laughs> Because um, the the parking lots down there are really small, and they gave us like a really big Audi kind of thing, and I uh, scraped up the Audi pretty good, um, and then we got that car replaced, and then we uh, parked our new rental car, third rental car at this point, with the hotel, and our hotel valeted it for us, and then they decided to park in a spot that got it hit pretty good. <laughs> so we went through three rental cars. We lost our passports and some really expensive items, <laughs> and it was very difficult to um, pretty much go through all that and get everything back. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, when you're – I mean, that's just a, a series of just ongoing unfortunate events. All within three days. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And was this kind of like – hopefully this wasn't at the beginning of the trip, maybe hopefully closer to the end, or where was this? Yeah, for the last four days, I think. Yeah, it was okay. like midway to the end, yeah. Now, when you're hit with that much bad luck and, you know, nothing seems to be going your way, how do you guys handle that? Like, what do you, how do you go about, you know, keeping your heads held high and, you know, trying to move forward together rather than looking back and, and stewing on, you know, what's, what's happened? Well, honestly, for me, um, one of the first things that happened, you know, I was kind of upset, like, oh, gosh, this is going to take time away from whatever we have planned, this beautiful sunset, something like that. And then Billy told me, hey, relax, like we're going through this together. It's the only place I want to be. And it kind of brought me back to reality and just made me think, like, gosh, I am here with the person that I want to be with. And no matter what happens, we're going to be fine. Things can be replaced. Um, you know, we're spending time together and that's what we want anyways, right? That was the whole point of traveling, um, just being together, experiencing new things. And if it challenges us, then, Hey, we grow from it. So that was, I think him kind of telling me that at the beginning, that definitely helped me get past it. And then as things kept coming, we just kind of laughed at it. Like we just kind of couldn't believe that it was happening. And then you thought, we thought we're in this beautiful place. Like we just can't stew on this terrible thing happening let's laugh it off and enjoy what we can Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i love that mindset especially when you're traveling you know you just gotta take it in stride and um yeah and especially when you have that much stuff happening to you and like definitely not your fault or anything or not one person's fault you can really just you just kind of have to laugh it off definitely to to move past it yeah it's definitely a learning experience for us that's for sure (laughs) yeah now uh, I want to talk to you too about your relationship when you're traveling, and that's kind of why I've go, I go through, you know, talking about the different experiences that you two have had when traveling and seeing what the two of you have been through on your on your travels. To ask you this next question, and that is, how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together? In, in what aspects has it has it affected your relationship? Honestly, I think uh, traveling has reinforced our relationship beyond belief. 
Um, so we, we still look relatively young. And when we tell people we've been married for 14 years, um, they, they think that it's extremely, you know, very cute and very nice. And they can't believe that we've been married so long. And I really like to think it's, it's, it's really due to traveling. Um, it's helped us relearn how to live again when we go to these new places and experience uh, completely new things. So I really like to think that traveling has just reinforced our relationship so much more than just, you know, staying home or doing going to work and coming home or whatever it may be. It just added a whole new realm to our life. Yeah, I love that. And with travel, there's so many different things that come into play when planning a trip. And I know you mentioned earlier that when you're planning a trip, uh, Brittany now books the accommodation beforehand, but there's so there's so much more that goes into planning a trip, and it, it, it's a team effort. Where at times, you know, you play to one another's strengths and what they're good at, whether that's planning an itinerary, booking the hotel, booking the flight. How do you two go about doing this together? Uh, who takes care of what in this situation? I'll let Brittany take this. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about where we want to go, like big location wise, like. Our next trip is Bali, but I'm the one that gets into the details and we'll kind of look up the flights and then we'll talk about the different options that we have. Um, you know, we'll set a budget and then expectations. Do we want to do a more luxury trip or do we want to do a budget trip, trip this time just so we're on the same page? Um, and we definitely try to talk it out like, hey, we could do this or, um, you know, we go over the options and we we try to figure it out. Before we go, mostly what we want to do, just so we don't get somewhere and then realize, oh, we have totally different expectations of this trip. So I'm definitely more into the details, and then Billy's more like big picture. I'm more like shoot from the hip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, I mean, it's shoot from the hip, but it's also structured with with Brittany really doing a lot of planning. Like, don't let her fool you. She she does the whole spreadsheet. She lays it out the best that we can, and we don't follow it like per se to a schedule. But more we follow it as a guide through our, our trip. And I think after you know 14 years of marriage, she knows how to work me <laughs> to get things that she wants to do, but knows that I'll like doing them too. Um, so I think her planning definitely, definitely goes a long way. And then I'm really there just to support her ideas and come up with maybe some, some tweaks to it to make it a little better or more interesting for myself too. Yeah, I think it's good because I'm definitely the planner. He's more like from the, like you said, and we just kind of meet somewhere in the middle and I think it ends up like becoming the perfect trip. Yeah, definitely. Now, do you two have any, any other advice that you would offer a couple that's maybe going on a trip for their first time, or maybe even a couple that's going to be expats for the first time, like you were in Germany. Do you have any advice in terms of preparing themselves for that or in terms of their relationship and travel? So while physically doing the traveling, um, one thing we've learned and it's very important. So if you're out there, listen, uh, don't ever get hangry. <laughs> uh, like hundred percent, to be honest, like we always make sure that we eat something. Um, nothing ruins a trip if one of us is angry or, or whatever it may be. Uh, so we always make sure we plan at least, you know, our breakfasts and our lunches and snacks the best that we can. Uh, but it's also trying to find like new things that are out there for you. Something that's off the beaten path, if you will. Um, just good example. We went to Southern France, you know, millions of people go there all the time. They go there for the lavender fields, but a lot of people forget that there's these beautiful sunflower fields. And we actually took our rental car kind of like this back country road thing. And, um, 
there were just sunflowers everywhere. And then all of a sudden there was this beautiful stone, really small building right in the middle of the field. And it turned out to be some of the best photos I think we had during our trip with great, you know, views behind it and whatnot. And we, we post them on our Instagram and, uh, we we're just really proud of that moment because it was just one of those things where like, Hey, let's turn left instead of going right. And it worked out for us. Uh, but for as far as for living over there, um, you know, right now we do have our full-time jobs and that was years ago when we lived in Germany, but it, I think it was just being really open-minded. Like everything's so brand yeah. new, especially if this is like your first time actually living out of country. It is such an eye opener, um, experiencing something completely new and just totally out of this world with someone that you really care about. Um, so just, I think being open-minded and being willing to put yourself out there. A lot of people you find won't put themselves out there, so they just miss out. Yeah, definitely. No, I always think it's just being patient, be open to new experiences. You know, the universe kind of gives you what you need when you need it. So if you're open to these things, it usually just falls in line. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to start talking to the two of you. But what do you have got going online over there at Our Globe Trotting? Starting with, where did the name come from? <laughs> um, really, we just wanted something that was about us and our travels and we kind of learned that when we lived in Germany, um, a, a lot of German people actually, they, they, they understand what globetrotting is and what it means to them. Um, more, more of the, the younger side use the word globetrotting quite a bit. So we kind of stuck with that, and it's just our globetrotting is us traveling the world together. Um, yeah, and I feel like people yeah. were calling us globetrotters before we ever put anything online, and we kind of thought, uh, <laughs> that yeah. might work, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome, and... When did this sort of start for the two of you and how did it start? Because I know you two have uh, uh, YouTube, you've got Instagram, you've got your website. Where did it start? And then when in your travels did this start? Uh, we wish it started years yeah. ago. Like if someone's listening to this and you're just getting into this, start documenting everything. We regret not getting into this early. And, and we think back when if we would have started earlier when YouTube was just getting popular – Oh my God, we're probably doing this for a living um, now. So we really regret not starting earlier. Uh, but when we did start, really get into it, we did our, our webpage first. Uh, we had a really small Instagram, didn't do much with it. And um, we started just really diving into our website paired with our Instagram. And then all of a sudden, before you knew it, um, we were jumping in a few thousands and we started getting some, um, some, some interest from sponsors. Um, so we have a couple of sponsors going on now. They've given us, you know, everything from luggage to blankets to usually just items. Um, and now we're just kind of trying to develop that a little more as we move forward to supplement some of our traveling. Um, but if I could say just one thing is definitely get out there and start early, start documenting everything you can. Yeah. And I really started documenting it because when I was doing the planning, I would look at different blogs and some of them I thought, well, this isn't helpful. <laughs> Yeah. And so I really wanted to have somewhere where I could just put a whole trip together, all of the great tips that we kind of found out by going to these places and learning the hard way. So that was kind of where I came from documenting everything, too. Yeah, it's, it's honestly it's we've experienced so much and we, we realized there was you know we like we liked luxury traveling, if you will, but we didn't like paying for it. <laughs> so we discovered a lot of different ways to supplement that with its you know sponsors, whether it's really good credit cards that are out there or, or other methods that we've, we've found. Um, and we try to, you know, give that to our audience the best that we can in our Instagram and our websites. Yeah. Like one great thing that we did was with credit card points, we stayed at a hotel in Paris for eight days. It would have been thousands of dollars, but we got it for free with points. So I try to share those things so other people can have those experiences too. Yeah. 
Now, what what has been your focus up until this point? Because I know, actually, before I ask that question, let's let's rewind a little bit and ask you, with everything you've got going on, YouTube, Instagram, your website, the, all these social media channels, and and what you're doing. There's a lot of work that goes into this, and a lot of a lot more work than some people may understand, especially people who haven't started their own thing yet. Uh, there's tons of work, and uh, how do you two split these tasks up? Like, who does what? Do you guys have assigned tasks? How does this kind of come together? Uh, she is definitely the model, <laughs> and I am like the photo, the drone guy. Um, I do quite a bit of editing. I think we actually split editing because yeah. a lot of people don't understand is editing takes forever. And especially if you're doing YouTube videos, it's a commitment. Um, so you really have to like practice and get used to things. Um, so I definitely say I'm like the camera guy taking the photos. She and I both split the editing. Um, but I think you, Brittany, you probably do majority, if not 80% of the Instagram and our feed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the content and actually writing what we've been doing and what's been going on. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've learned that there's, you know, there's algorithms out there and everything that goes into Instagram. And um, you pretty much have to post something or at least, you know, be visible daily, if not every other day um, to actually build your audience. And then which bleeds over to getting sponsors and so on and so forth. So it takes a little bit of work. Um, I'd probably say on average, we put in probably about two hours a day. Um, I think that's probably a fair estimate. Yeah, probably just with the different things we're doing. And it's kind of fun because we're all learning new things together. Um, yeah, yeah like photo editing and, and video editing. I never had any idea of that before. So it's kind of fun just seeing what's out there now. Yeah, I mean, especially like all these young kids that are coming up. There's all these new programs out there, these, you know, video editing. And, and hopefully what it'll probably do is, you know, turn into a job down the road if they can actually get good at it. And I think we've made leaps and bounds over the last probably two years. Now, is it safe to say that uh, maybe up until this point, Instagram's been kind of your focus when you're growing this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at first it was our website, um, but it's really the website paired with you know the social media, Instagram. Instagram is really, if you do it right, Instagram can really set you up because there's just so many ways to get people to where you want them to go. Um, and I think Instagram's been a real strength in you know that aspect. Yeah, and I really enjoy it. We've made some good friends on there. Um, we both have full-time jobs, and so still, it's when we come home, we actually enjoy going on there, and it's our hobby together. Yeah. Now, what was it about Instagram that drew you to that channel? Uh, other than the more obvious, like, travel really pairs well with visuals, but you could have really leaned heavily into the YouTube in that sense, but what was it about Instagram that really drew the two of you towards that? Well, I think we've always liked photography, yeah. but we really have this like-minded community that is into traveling, and we can kind of share those experiences together. So that's really what drew me to it. Yeah, it's, it's not intimidating to jump into. Like when you make a YouTube video for the very first time, it's, it's kind of intimidating because there's so many people out there that are going to possibly view it or view how you say something or do something. So I think Instagram was a really good like first step. Uh, to get it into documenting all of our travels. Now, I also see with Instagram, there's IGTV, and you also have the YouTube uh, channel as well. What uh, what has been your experience using IGTV? Because I haven't actually had somebody on the show yet that has made, uh, just going off the top of my head, that has made any IGTV video. 
what has been your experience with IGTV video? Did you do you like it? Uh, do you watch other people's channels uh, in comparison to YouTube? We definitely watch other people's channels for you know certain things, especially if we're like doing travel because you'll notice the stories will end and it'll take you straight over to the travel or uh, the IGTV, uh, which helps you get a better better understanding of what that person's doing. Um, but for us, we usually use IGTV in case we want to you know, put some more information that's out there that's more relevant to the, um, what we're talking about rather than just what is it, 15 seconds? Yeah. Um, so I, I think IGTV is just a good way to, to get yourself out there when you have a lot of information that just doesn't fit on Instagram or maybe that's not enough to go into, you know, an hour's worth of editing for YouTube. It's a good, like, middle ground, in my opinion. Absolutely. I love that answer. And uh, I love the, the thought of it being a middle ground. Maybe it's something we should start to explore more. But I also really like that you mentioned earlier about how you two have really made leaps and bounds in in uh, learning how to do video editing, to do take photo- uh, photographs and edit them. Do you have anywhere or any advice that you'd give to a couple that maybe wants to pursue this, like how they should, and, and has no experience in this, how they should go about pursuing this the same way that you two did? Um, so one of the most daunting things people do is when they start buying all their gear. Um, and something it's relatively new to us that we just found this out, and I wish we knew this years ago, is that you can actually go out and rent lenses for your camera, whether it's online or whether it's just like a mom and pop shop near wherever you're at. And that made a huge difference on our last trip. We actually rented a really, I think it was like a $2,000 lens for you know X amount of time while we were gone. And it was just a huge plus to have that lens with us, but not actually paying the full cost. Kind of let us try it out and see if it was something we wanted to pursue. Honestly, we used a lot of YouTube. We became, we became YouTube pros, um, just like with Photoshop, Lightroom. And then um, what do you use for photo, video editing? Uh, usually for the video editing, I, I use the Adobe Pro. Um, if you have an iMac, so uh, Adobe Pro is really intimidating. You have to watch a lot of YouTube videos to get confident with using. Um, but if you have like an iMac or maybe just the basic software that comes on your HP or whatever it may be, um, you can actually use that. They seem to be more simplistic. And I think the iMac has a really good like entry level program. That's what we started using. And it made it a little bit easier to transition over to Adobe Pro or whatever system we want to go forward with. Definitely. And I love how you can really learn almost anything from YouTube. And it's it's just a matter of, you know, putting the time in and dedicating the time towards learning something new. And really, there's everything on there. And uh, kind of wrapping this interview up, I want to ask the two of you, a uh, little bit of a loaded question with everything that you've learned from traveling, from being expats in, expats in Germany. I'm sure you've learned so much. And I want to ask the two of you, what is that one thing that you wish you'd known from the very beginning? Whether that's, you know, starting documenting them, uh, starting to document your journeys online or uh, being expats in Germany or even uh, just traveling in general. What is that one thing that the two of you wish you'd known from the very beginning? I'm going to say for me personally, um, we like to do luxury travel for the most part. And um, I think everybody should go out there and get a solid credit card. I know everybody's really like, you know, skeptical of having a credit card or being scared to get it, but the benefits to them are unbelievable. Um, just to put it in context, we flew all the way to France and back. Uh, we were first class flight. All we did was pay tax for that seat. 
And, and once we went to Paris, it was this last winter. We, went, we stayed at the Ritz, like the original Ritz. And I think the room was like $3,000 a night. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with the credit card points and this other program that we found, I think we, you know, paid a fraction of, of those, you know, $3,000 a night. And it's all just due to the, the programs that are out there with credit cards. They go such a long ways, as long as you're mature with it, of course. Um, but it's also helped build our credit. I think we now are, you know, 800s for credit score. It's made getting things easier. Our house was easier. It's had huge dividends just having a solid credit card to, um, to help us travel with. Yeah, that's so true. We only started doing that a few years ago, and we constantly tell ourselves, oh, I wish I would have done that 10 years ago. We could have had so many points by now, or that trip could have been paid for. Um, but besides that, like I would definitely say documenting things from the beginning. Um, there's so many things, just because we've traveled so much, too, we've kind of forgot about. And, it, and when we pull up an old video or an old picture, it reminds us of this amazing moment that we had. So, um, you know, I always love that. And I would just say, appreciate every moment and just drink it in because you're never going to have that experience again. I love those points and just enjoying the moment together. Document your travels and get a good credit card because it makes sense if you are good with credit, if you're good with paying off your your uh, your debt, that you're getting points or you're getting cash back on your purchases. So you might as well use that and you might as well make the most of that for sure. And there you have it, Billy and Brittany sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nation's Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and joining us here. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. It was fun. Thanks. I just want to give you to the floor. Let our audience know where they can find you online, where they can reach out to you, and anything else you want to leave them with. Yeah, definitely. So our, our main source is uh, Instagram at Our Globetrotting. Uh, there we put up all of our stories, all of our travels, uh, sponsors that we stand by, whatever it may be. But then we also have our website. It's www.globetrotting.com. And then we also have our YouTube, uh, which is our globe charting. And we try to, you know, post a couple weeks at a time, try to really just update our viewers with as much information as that we can and really provide them with a cheap way to have a very luxurious travel. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 83. That's this episode, episode number 83's show notes page. Let us know about what you loved about this episode with Billy and Brittany. Leave a comment on the page. We'll be sure to get back to you. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, your favorite podcast app, and leave us a review and a rating. It really helps us get this podcast out there into more people's ears, which helps us get more guests onto the show. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide. <laughs>